Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, it's Lee from the Story Pirates. We have a great show for you today that features so many things. We've got barking dogs, a film festival, intelligent life from outer space, and the return of Rachel. We'll get to all that in just a minute after this quick word for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from Episode 7 this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met and, as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Attention. Excuse me. Yes. Attention, everyone. Thank you so much for gathering today for my big, important announcement. I know we're all very busy, so I'll get right to it. Today, I, Megan of the Story Pirates, would like to announce the first annual Megan Dance Film Festival. It will be held tomorrow here on the ship. You are each invited to make a short film, which will then be screened at the festival, and the winner will receive a 20-minute standing ovation. I will now open the floor up for questions. Yes, Rolo? Megan, why are you starting a movie festival? First off, it's a film festival, not a movie festival. And as an actor, I appreciate every aspect of my craft and am enriched by the contributions of other artists in my field. Also, I got bored with all the movies we have on the ship. Siegfried? How will the movies... Films. Sorry, films? How will the films be judged? There will be a panel of judges. Me, Lee, Peter, and Nimini, who will be using a strict list of criteria, that's things I like, to decide which film is the best film and most befitting of winning the first annual Megan Dance Film Award. Great question, Lufa. I chose Lee, Peter, and Nimini to be on the judging panel with me because they get film... Also, they were in the room when I came up with this idea. Yes, baby with a mustache. Why is it called Megan Dance? Because my name is Megan, and I like to dance. Mm. Do our films have to have dancing in them? No. Will there be dancing at the festival? No. Then what does dancing have to do Look, with just the... go with it, okay? other people just write for yourself just go for the imagination this is weird work hard and never give up on your story sheep get out of here we're trying to finish a story the story pirates Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Well, we better get to work, everyone. Yeah, I can't wait to see what everyone makes a movie about. Hey, while we're all making our short movies, 
Right, sorry. While we're all making our short films, should we do a story? Yeah! Hey, listeners. Have you ever had to share something really special with a family member? Well, if you have, you're going to understand what the main character of this next song is going through. Also, this song features our old friend, Rachel. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Amelia. I'm eight years old. I live in Texas. And here's my story the night I started sharing a room with my sister. Let me tell you a story about a night that changed my life. It was last winter. I came home on a Tuesday, a pretty normal afternoon. Everything was fine. a crazy idea in her head she said to go look in my room and i couldn't find my bed dun 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 okay it was the night i started sharing a room it was the night i started sharing a room with my sister wait mom what are you gonna do with my room well you know how your father got me an exercise bike for my birthday you're turning my room into a gym think of it more like a room an exercise bike, honey. Oh, it's not fair. Nobody gets me. Tonight, you and your sister will be roommates. I think I read a hundred words about roommates online, and I was not fine. You have to share a window, you have to share a closet, you have to share a bedtime. Okay, nothing is mine. my sister. Good night, girls. Sweet dreams. If you need me, I'll be in Lisa's old room. I have a 9 p.m. live session on my bike with Sean Ash.
Let the film festival begin! First up, we have an entry from Siegfried entitled Swords of Fire. Projectionist, if you please. I am the mighty Siegfried the Orange, and you, wretched villain, have wronged my people. Now, by the power of my trusty axe, Snowtung, you will pay, brothers and sisters, attack! <laughs> Victory is... Yeah, I liked all the battles. And also the, uh, it, you know, actually it was mostly battles, but the cinematography was great. Okay. Thank you, Siegfried, for that wonderful and epic film. We will now screen our next entry from Baby with a Mustache. This one is titled Baby with a Mustache's Day Off. Life moves fast. If you don't stop to enjoy things, they might pass you by. Trust me on this one, I'm a fully grown baby. Alex. Here. Tracy. Present. Baby with a mustache. Baby with a mustache. Baby with a mustache. Oh, hey, look at the window, everybody. Baby with a mustache is driving a red hot convertible. Wow, I love seeing all those beautiful shots of the city in that movie. I did too, but I thought it was kind of first choicey. What? No way! Instant classic. Thank you, Baby with the Mustache, for that very cool and likely to be influential film. We will now screen an entry from Rolo entitled La Tristesse de l'Océan, The Sadness of the Ocean. C'est un garçon. Voyez comment il est triste. Il attend sa mère, l'ocean. Il attend dans son bateau. Les vagues de l'ocean, Poirin n'est jamais arrivé. C'est la main, remplaçant son bateau. Oh, oh, oh. It was just so beautiful. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I could like a black and white film so much. <laughs> I didn't understand a word of it. <laughs> Rolo, that was truly moving. Merci. It's going to be a tough film to beat, but we've got one more film to screen. This one is from Lufa, and it's titled... Wait, I can't read this. Lufa, did you handwrite this? Well, I can't read that. Okay, let's just call it Lufa. Roll the tape.
Wow. Well, uh, that was definitely a movie, I think. Lufa. I've known you for a long time, and that was bewildering. I'm not entirely sure what I just watched, but it felt like art. Good art is all about taking chances. That's something all of you did beautifully today. Myself and the rest of the judging committee will now go backstage to deliberate, and we will return shortly with the first annual winner of the first annual Megan Dance Film Festival. We'll be right back. Thank you all for waiting. First off, I just want to say that we had some strong contenders in every category this year. There were categories? So I'd like to congratulate each and every one of you on making such incredible films. This festival would be nothing without you. Or me. Actually, mostly me. I really hope I win. Snowtung worked so hard on this movie. We deserve that 20-minute standing ovation. I, I hear there are big, fancy producers in attendance here. And just getting to the festival is enough of a reward for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go hit up the Oars Duvers after this to shake some hands. <coughs> right, right, right. The prize would be cool, too. Anyway, without much further ado, the winner of this year's Megan Dance Film Festival top prize goes to... Lufa! Wait, what? I couldn't even understand what was happening. Yeah, I was in the simul room all day making my movie. Lufus' film, while unorthodox, was raw, honest, and had a budget of precisely zero dollars. In other words, it's the perfect Megan Dance film. Lufa, is there anything you'd like to say? Well said. <laughs> I think. And in addition to winning the grand prize, I have some very exciting news. I've just gotten word that Lufus Film has been purchased by a major film distribution company. <gasps> Gasp! What company? It's me! I bought it! <gasps> Gasp! The production company has also decided to remake the film with a bigger budget, and the role of Lufa will be recast with a huge celebrity. Uh, let me guess. Is the huge celebrity... Me! You? Yep, that checks out. Well, congratulations, Lufa. I don't think I understood your film at all, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Yes, making any sort of art is an achievement all on its own. So congrats on expressing yourself in your own unique way. Hey, uh, do you think I could get a part in that remake? We will now bestow the award of a 20-minute standing ovation to Lufa. Ready? And... Wait, 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 wait. Before we start our standing ovation, should we do another story first? Yeah! Okay, listeners, this next story is about doing what's right even when you're not going to get credit for it and even if you're a dog. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name's Wes. I'm nine years old and I live in Texas. And this is my story, Dogs with a Secret. Have fun! And so... Being a dog, I looked at the color spectrum and said, Bow wow! <laughs> Boy, being a dog is the best! Especially in our own backyard! Oh look, a person walking by! Should we bark at them? Of course, we're dogs! Oh, look at these cute doggies! Hello there, doggies! <laughs> oh, you're scaring me away! What if I told you about barking at people walking by? 
I was coming out here to share these two juicy 60-ounce steaks with you, but seeing as you've decided to ignore me once again, I think I'll eat them both myself. Sorry, Sarah. I wish I could understand your sweet doggy voices. Oh well, time for dinner. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And don't worry, I have your favorite dog food. Not again. I can tell that you love it. Now eat up. Huh, that was a strange sound. Almost like an alien spaceship. Anyway, eat up, doggies. Who's a good doggy? And who's a good owner? I'm a good owner. Boy, I should get out more. Anyways, back to making memes. Is she gone? Yeah. Dog food again? We have dog food every single night. Tell me about it. I wish more than anything that we could eat some delicious people food. (gasps) Like popcorn. Or tomatoes. Or put them together and make pop-mados. Yum. But let's just face it. Us dogs, we're stuck eating this food forever. Our barking is always getting us into trouble. Spot. Let's vow to never bark again. I solemnly swear to never, ever bark again. Now that we've made that solemn oath, let's go drown our sorrows by watching television through that open window. Hello, I'm Brad Stingley, here with your local news. This just in, an unexplained buzzing sound, yeah, that one, has been reported across the globe. Scientists are calling it very weird and... Probably just a comet or something. Anyway, I'm sure it's something to worry about, and definitely not an alien. I mean, could you imagine? Oh, why are you handing me this piece of paper? Ooh, oh. This just in. Remember that comet I mentioned two seconds ago? Well, whoops. Turns out it is an alien spaceship, and it's headed straight towards Earth with no signs of stopping. We can only assume that they plan to smash into our planet. So, my fellow Earthlings, now is the time to panic. Because those aliens are going to smash into Earth. Oh, yeah. If only there was something we could do to scare them off. Well, you know what us dogs do when we want to scare people off? But we swore an oath to never bark again. If we bark, Sarah will surely never give us people food. Well, then I guess the choice is don't bark and maybe get people food or bark and save the planet. Hmm... Charlie? I'm thinking. Give me a minute. Oh, boy, that's a tough one. Charlie! Okay, okay, I guess if there's no planet, then there's no people food anyway. Yeah, let's do it! Take this, aliens! Do you hear something? It appears some beings are barking at us. Wait, we are suddenly very close to the blue planet. We are going to crash into it. I shall hit the brakes. Whoa, that was close. Aw, those earth creatures are so cute. They really are. I shall reverse. Let us stop at the Andromeda Galaxy and ask for directions. Goodbye, earth creatures. We did it. We made them stop. We scared the aliens away. Yay! But we're probably just going to get in trouble for barking. It's not like anyone will ever know that it was us who saved the world. 
Hello, I'm Brad Stingley, here on the scene where it appears that the alien spaceship has been scared away by two local dogs. It's clear that these two canines have saved the world, and I think I speak for all Earthlings when I say, good dogs. Oh, my sweet doggies! I saw you on the news. You saved the world! Sarah! And I have something special for you. Huh? More dog food! Oh! Well... I guess we'll never get to eat people food, but at least we didn't get in trouble. Hey, look, another person is walking by. Oh, it's me, a chef, walking down the street carrying my newest creation, popcorn mixed with tomatoes. It's called Pop-Matoes. Should we bark at them? Of course, we're dogs. Ah, look, two cute little doggies. Hello, you cutie. I'm scared and dropping my pop tomatoes. People food. Hey, you two are very good dogs. Yay! The end. And now Lee speaks with the author. Hi, West. It's Lee from Story Pirates. Hi, Lee. How are you? I'm good. West. You wrote Dogs with a Secret. Can you tell me about how that story came to be? Yeah. I used to have two dogs, Leia and Molly. So I thought I'd make a story of them. Nice. What do you feed your dogs? Dog food. And do you think that's their preferred meal, or do you think there is something else that they would want instead? Maybe bacon. Yeah. I sometimes, when it's breakfast, I kind of give the dogs a little bit of bacon. <laughs> So in your story, the aliens come to Earth. Yeah. Aliens are just so cool. Do you think they're real? Yes. And so if there are aliens out there in space, why do you think they haven't contacted us yet? Because I think our food is not as good as theirs. Can you describe what you think aliens' food would be like? Looks like slimy jello that's melted. And that is better than our food? I don't know. Maybe the aliens <laughs> are <think> so. <laughs> and they're just afraid that we're going to want it? Yeah. I may try that jello, that slimy jello. I think you should try it, especially if that's the reason why aliens aren't contacting us, because it must be good. Yeah. And what is the name of this dish? Can you give a name to it? An oil croissant. <laughs> An oil croissant? <laughs> it really sounds like a delicacy. Yes. Let's say aliens come down to Earth and you are elected the ambassador from Earth to talk to them. What do you think you would say to them? I'll be the alien, you be the human. Okay. Okay, here we go. Hello, human, West, ambassador from Earth. It is I, alien from outer space. It is time that your people met my people. What's your type of transportation? Hmm, well, I landed in that ship that's over there. It looks like a big blob of jello. Wow, it looks amazing. Thank you so much. What should we do together? Go to a restaurant? Oh, I've never heard of those. It's kind of like a place that has a lot of food. Ah, I sort of know a little bit about food, but I don't want to tell you about our delicacy. So sure, let's go to a restaurant. Yay! How about Bob's Steak and Chop Shop? It takes $100 to buy a single steak. Oh, is that a lot for a steak? Yes. Must be a good steak then. 
I'll just buy it anyways. Oh, that is so generous of you. You know, I was expecting humans to be a little bit greedy about their food, the way that we are about our Jello blob. So I'm going to now give you some of this Jello. You want to try some? Okay. All right, here's a spoonful. Mm. It's actually pretty good. I know, mm. right? It's delicious. <laughs> Wow, West, that was great. I feel like we really brokered like an understanding between two different species. Yeah. You'd be a great ambassador to aliens. Thank you. Hey, before we go, do you have any advice for any writers out there? I do. Work hard and never give up on your story. Incredible. West, thanks for talking to me about your story and thanks for letting us perform it. You're welcome. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode and a big thanks to today's authors, Amelia and West. Before we go, here's today's story spark. This story spark is inspired by a quote from the great Frederick Douglass. The quote is, if there is no struggle, there is no progress. Kids, write us a story about a community that is facing a big problem and a leader who shows people how to make things better. Make sure to tell us what the leader's plan is and most of all, what makes their plan succeed. As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. The Story Pirates podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Executive Producers, Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Lee Overtree, Sam Baer, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, and Jonathan Roberts. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Our staff writer is Mike Cavallon, and contributing writers are Matt Gehring, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. This episode features performances by Dewey Cadell, Sasha Diamond, Chris Ferry, Alex Golden, Lindsay Inahosa, Gabby Hornig, Quentin Johnson, Jack Mitchell, Peter McNerney, Monique Moses, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Caroline Reedy, Dominic Russo, Peter Russo, Billy Soko, Becca Trabin, Blaze Vaca, Jamie Watson, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. The Night I Started Sharing a Room with My Sister was written by Jack Mitchell and Rachel Winitsky and produced by Brendan O'Grady with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell. Additional production for the Megan Dance Film Festival by Jack Mitchell. And now for Lufa's very deserved 20-minute standing ovation. Ready? On your marks, get ready, get set, rock, paper, scissors, go! Okay, I'm not sure I realized just how long 20 minutes would be. Uh, this is giving me a headache? Who even invented clapping? It's a weird thing to do. I'm getting out of here. Ah.
much, much better. Well, I can still celebrate Lufa out here. I'll just do some light snapping and some tiny cheers. Woohoo! Yay, Lufa! Yeah! Woohoo!